chilling new original docuseries on Paramount Plus. Why did he kill his family? The answer lies across the ocean in a woman named Sylvie. To the can model. Where desire leads to deception. I ended up spending twelve and fifteen thousand dollars a day. It was addictive. I can't get you out. And obsession leads to murder. Who did this to your family? You can't really maintain a fantasy forever. Control all desire. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. to the House of Champions. I'm Nigel Riococa, and I'm filling in in the host seat today with the man, the legend, my Italian brother himself, Fabrizio Romano, with some breaking news. And it's not about England beating Italy. No, it's about Bayern Munich. Fabrizio, welcome. Thank you, my friend. Thanks a lot for your warm welcome. And it was a crazy night because I wanted to follow some international game, but... I was spending the whole night on the phone because of this breaking news with uh, Julian Nagelsmann set to leave Bayern and Thomas Tuchel set to become the new coach. Wow, Fabrizio, that is what you call breaking news. And for me, for a club like Bayern Munich, I would say this is out of character of the club. To be in this position, one point off the top of the league, also beating Paris Saint-Germain in the Champions League, putting himself in a very good position to sack Julian Nagelsmann and have Thomas Tuchel lined up. Please tell us, how did this come about? First of all, it was really shocking also to me, uh, honestly. I was not expecting this kind of news. So when I received the information, I was checking and checking, spending like almost two hours checking because it was like uh, unreal. I was not expecting something like that. As you mentioned, Bayern are doing uh, great in Champions League. What they're doing in Champions League is really special. They won all the games. They just conceded two goals in the World Champions League campaign against Victoria Pilsen, playing with the second team, basically. But they played Inter, they played Barcelona, they played Paris Saint-Germain, and they conceded zero goals. And they won all the games. So they were really impressive in, in the Champions League. In the Bundesliga, we can't say the same because they were doing normal I would say but this season in the Bundesliga is not the best one for Bayern but it was not kind of situation where you expect the club to fire the manager so this was completely unexpected why it happened because of problems there were problems between Julian Nagelsmann and the Bayern board part of people into the Bayern board there were never there was never a top connection honestly between the board and Nagelsmann they always had some issue but then when you win at the end of the season you end up staying together and keep going but in this case they had some problem internally so with Bayern Bayern board, but also I heard with some of the players, some players were not very happy. And so this is why Bayern decided to act 
very fast on uh, on this decision. They knew this, this international break was a big opportunity because they have the Bundesliga, they have the Champions League, they feel they can win these titles this year. And so they wanted to give it a shock and to change with, uh, with Julian Nagelsmann set to be uh, fired. Why Thomas Tuchel? Because they wanted to make sure they were ready to anticipate other clubs. They knew that Tottenham were exploring this possibility as the Antonio Conte situation we know uh, is uh, almost decided. And so this is why Tuchel was one of the names, not the only one, but one of the names in the list at Tottenham. He's also one of the ideas for Real Madrid in case Carlo Ancelotti will leave at the end of the season. And so what Bayern decided to do is to anticipate the other clubs and to go immediately for Thomas Tuchel, who will sign tomorrow a contract until June 2025. Fabrizio, would you say it was more the disagreement with the board or was it more the players that played the more significant factor in Nagelsmann losing uh, his job? I think it was more with the board, honestly, because... um, Nagelsmann didn't have a bad relationship with the players, but sometimes, you know, about the tactics and this kind of thing, some of the players were not 100% satisfied. We have to mention that it's surprising also because we mentioned the numbers, but also Nagelsmann is a very young coach doing an excellent job in his whole career as a coach and he's very, very young. So it's surprising to see this kind of season. I'm sure that it's shocking also to Nagelsmann because I'm told that he was not expecting this kind of communication. He was in some relaxed days together with his family during the, during the international break. Also, some of the players were not expecting this kind of decision because some of them were 100% sure to restart the activities with, with Nagelsmann as a coach. So it was really shocking one but we know how Bayer can be fast on the decisions this sometimes is very positive because for example on the market sometimes we see how Bayer can sign a player in a few days in a few weeks and they are very good with that as they did with Cancelo for example in January they were perfect in 24 hours they completed the deal sometimes it's the same with the coach and they decided to act quickly because they didn't want to miss out on Thomas Tuchel and they're convinced that he's the right man for the project they have. I must say, Fabrizio, like yourself, it's very surprising for me to see Bayern act like this. It's it's out of character for Bayern Munich, but it seems like they had a plan, they executed it, and obviously Nagelsmann is no longer manager. But what's next for him? We're already seeing links for him. He's highly rated, as you said, as we all know, and we've seen what he's done. What could be an option for Nagelsmann next? Yes, I think now it's not going to be a problem, I think, for Nagelsmann to find another job because he's really highly rated in the industry. As we mentioned before, he's very young. His numbers speak for him. So he's doing an excellent job. Uh, he did an excellent job at Bayern. And I think it's, it's very clear that his future will be in important clubs. At the moment, it's difficult to say because really Nagelsmann was in a big shock also tonight when he heard the news. This is part of football industry, we know. But... Um, at the moment, I can't predict. Maybe I see many Tottenham fans like dreaming of Nagelsmann or other important clubs maybe for the end of the season. At this stage, what I can guarantee is that Nagelsmann is not speaking to any other club. He was 100% convinced to stay at Bayern, to continue at Bayern, to plan with Bayern for the future. Also with some signing already set to be completed, like Konrad Leidner for the next season coming from Leipzig. So they were planning together for many things. And now I think for Nagelsmann, the future will be 100% bright, 100% in important leagues, important clubs. But it's difficult to say now where, where, where he's going because he's really surprised with the situation. Yeah, I can see a lot of Premier League clubs circling like sharks around a manager of his calibre. Like you said, Tottenham could be one. I would even be surprised if maybe Chelsea even could be another club that throw their, their name in the hat down the line. Yes, it's a situation to watch. Of course, as you mentioned, uh, with Tottenham, we have to see what happens because as of today, they didn't have any kind of conversation with with Nagelsmann and they are still trying to understand how to proceed. But Tuchel was one of the possibilities in, in their list for Chelsea. At the moment, they are happy with Graham Potter. He changed the situation and now he's doing a good job. So I think at the moment, they are not planning to change. 
But when you have a coach of the level of Julian Nagelsmann on the market, I think we have to keep an eye on him, if not in the next weeks, for sure at the end of the season. And for the new season, the 23-24 season, he's going to be one of the big names around. So one to watch for sure. Well, Fabrizio, as we know, Thomas Tuchel now is the new manager of Bayern Munich, which is a big shock. Potentially, his first game in charge would be against Dortmund. And then also potentially, if they win in the Champions League semi-final fixture against his old club, Chelsea. How would he be feeling? <laughs> that, would be, that would be crazy, honestly. That would be really, really crazy. Let me say that Bayern always appreciated Tuchel. So it's not something they decided in the last hours. It's a name that they always had in the list. They really like his style also. It's not just about style on the pitch and a style of playing also is crucial to say how he handles for example with the media with the players with people into the board uh, typical manager really appreciated by German people of course and so this is why uh, Tuchel is, is considered the perfect candidate to uh, carry on the Bayern project so I'm sure it's going to be strange for him because he already jumped into a job at Chelsea in a complicated situation and he won the Champions League in this case I think is kind of gift for a coach to jump in in the situation. You are in quarterfinals of the Champions League. The team is fantastic, is very strong, and they have a very good chance, I think, to do important things in the Champions League, even if the draw was a bit unlucky with Manchester City. But they can fight for the Champions League. They can fight for the Bundesliga. So Thomas Tuchel was free until 24 hours ago, and now he has the chance to win at least two more titles with Bayern in two months and then to start part of new project in the summer because Bayern will be again busy in the summer they will refresh the squad again and so I'm sure that Fortuca is a big opportunity in a massive club and this is something that he really wanted because after the shocking situation with Chelsea in, uh, in September, Thomas Tuchel really wanted to return as soon as possible. He didn't want a break. He wanted to return. He wants to work and so good luck to Thomas Tuchel. Yeah, that's great Fab. Uh, last one before we let you go Fab. We know you're a very busy man. Um, any updates on the sale of Manchester United? Yes, there is this bid now finally in uh, in place after yesterday night. That was absolutely crazy what happened yesterday night with uh, all the representatives of the groups uh, stating that they submitted the proposals and then May United denying. But now we can say that Ineos Group with Sergio Radcliffe has submitted the proposal to buy Manchester United. The same will happen with the Qatari Group. Also, other groups have sent their bid yesterday ahead of the deadline. So the situation is really open. At the moment, the intention of both Ineos Group with Sergio Radcliffe and, um, of course, of the Qatari group with Sheikh Yassim remains the same. They want to buy my United. They are going to push in the next days and weeks. What's crucial to understand now is the Glazers' position. They always wanted around six, seven billion pounds to sell Manchester United. And so now it's going to enter into the key stages of the negotiation after yesterday night was really crazy situation. But now everything is almost clarified, I would say. Is there any truth on the recent bid from a Finnish entrepreneur? There's another bid that's come as a surprise. And what, yes. do we, what do we know about him? Yes, 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 it's true. He has this kind of model that could be kind of new, also involving defense uh, into, into the bid. And so to have this possibility to also involve them uh, by paying a small amount of money and be part of the club decisions. But I can tell you that from my understanding, the two most credible bids at the moment remain Ineos Group and Qatari Group. So these two remain the favourites to buy Manchester United. Then it's an open race. And so we have to see what the Glazers will decide. But at the moment, I would keep Sergio Radcliffe and Sheikh Yassim as the favourites to buy Man United. Last question before you go. Is there a chance that the Glaziers don't sell? 
I think there is always a chance if they don't match the price, uh, you have to keep the situation open. But at the moment, they are really open to negotiate. They are really willing to to sell Manchester United if the right proposal will be on the table. So I think it's, it's still something absolutely on. It's not that the Glazers are uh, starting to change their mind. It's not like that. Fabrizio, thank you for your time. Ladies and gentlemen, Excellent. the man, the myth, the legend, <laughs> my Italian brother, even though he doesn't love me at the moment because <laughs> of England's victory tonight. So okay, I don't take it to heart. <laughs> but thank you as always for the breaking news and get, letting us know what's happened at Bayern Munich today. And as we thank just you. discussed, Nagelsmann has been sacked and Thomas Tuchel is the new manager of Bayern Munich. Thank you, Fabrizio. Thanks a lot and see you soon. Ciao. Baseball season is in full swing, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Stample, every weekday as we recap every player from every game. We'll talk waiver wire ads, drops, players to trade for, prospects who could make an impact, and everything in between. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found.